This is Uncle, Dad, and Son's Corner Store. And you just heard an original composition by Smokey the Scrunch on the harmonica. <clears throat> uh, I'm joined here by Rooster, Bam Bam, and the Scrunch here in the studios. We are live on the podcast. And so um, we're going to just got to shuffle some papers out of the way here. And we're going to get to, so you got to cite your sources. Uh, I will be reading from Uncle John's Legendary Lost Bathroom Reader, pages 393 and 394. And um, <clears throat> we're actually going to talk about some strange court cases. Uh, strange lawsuits, and then Rooster Bam Bam and the Scrunch are going to comment on the information. By the way, you guys don't have to act like you know you're you're all moon faced here. You just gotta just gotta loosen up, loosey goosey, okay? <clears throat> Maybe if we break the ice, all right? Just. Uh, First thing that comes in your mind, go ahead and say it, all right? Okay, we're part court. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of chicken. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking of um, T-Rex. T, okay, T, good, good, all right. Now that we've got that out of our system, here we go. Um, and feel free to jump in here okay. to, to make comment. Whenever okay. you feel inclined to. Uh, let's see here. Okay, uh, the plaintiff is James Hooper, a 25-year-old student at Oklahoma State University. Go Cowboys! Yeah, go Cowboys! All right. Yeah, I'm a Cowboys fan, so... The defendant was the Pizza Shuttle, a Stillwater, Oklahoma pizza restaurant. So, uh... So, so James. A pizza, pizza restaurant. Yeah, it's a pizza. It's a pizza restaurant in Stillwater, Oklahoma. This is Rooster talking, by the way. That's Rooster. James Hooper is then taking the pizza shuttle to court. That's that's the case here. Oh my goodness! <laughs> that okay? We we did that during the intro. All right. What's the lawsuit? Well, Hooper ordered an extra cheese, pepperoni, sausage, black olive, and mushroom pizza. Okay. That was the order. Yeah. Instead, he said, the pizza shuttle delivered, quote, a pizza with something green on it, maybe peppers. But why would you bring this to court? It's, it's not just even, something green. It's, it's just silly made up. Why? Well, son, uh, our our society, unfortunately, has become very litigious. Oh, yeah, during coronavirus, so. Well, it's not just coronavirus. Yeah. This has been this way for a while. In fact, uh, I believe the publication date on this was back in the 90s, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, 1999. So this is, this is over 20 years old. And the litigious nature of our society has only increased over the years, unfortunately. And Mr. Hooper here is just one other example of someone who has lawsuit fever. He sued the restaurant. Here we go. He sued the restaurant. <laughs> For $7 in damages, $5.50 for the pizza, and $1.50 for 
the delivery boy's tip. Seven doll hairs. Doll hair. Doll hair. The verdict. The court found in favor of the pizza shuttle and ordered Hooper to pay $57 in court cases. So he was out not only the seven bucks, but also $57. This is ridiculous. For a grand total of da -da 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 -da, $64. $64? Wow, that beat him a lot. So wait, he got declined, or did he get it? No, he Hooper lost, lost the loss. Oh, Pizza Shadow won. Oh, well, then this is the judges. All the guy already loses. Okay. That's the judges talking. All right. Uh, how about another? Yeah, let's yeah. do another. Scrunch, you okay with him? Yeah. All right. I'm just making sure. You're, you're awful restless. Anything you want to say about Pizza Shadow? There it is. Harmonica. Next. The plaintiff, widow of Walter Hughes, who died in 1991. 1991. So, Mrs. Hughes. The defendants, McVicker's Chapel on the Hill and Kevin Robinson, Hughes's son-in-law and former director of the Longview, Washington Funeral Home. So, Mrs. Hughes yeah. is taking McVicker's Chapel on a Hill and specifically her son-in-law to court. Why? Well, here's the lawsuit. Mrs. Hughes sued the funeral home when she learned that it had buried her husband without his favorite cowboy hat. Oh my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> Cowboys, yeah, but this is me when I grow up. I love the cowboy, and I love my cowboy hat, and I'm going to be buried without my favorite cowboy hat. And my wife's all like, my husband hasn't gotten his hat on. We need money for that. Well, that's, I mean, that's what Mrs. Hughes is doing, I guess. Uh, right now, actually, Rooster's wearing a Captain America. Oh, he yeah. has right one now. in the other he room. He does have, he has cowboy hats. Not not like a, but this is a, not not like a, a, a ball cap with the Cowboys logo. This is an actual cowboy hat. Like what a cowboy. Oh. So, oh. oh. <laughs> so he didn't get buried with that. Mrs. Hughes decided to take her son-in-law and chapel to court. The verdict? She was awarded $101,000 in damages. Oh! Oh, man! Why? Why are you cheating? Because he got his hat. Well, I don't I don't know about the hat, but... Anyway, uh, Mrs. Hughes made out there. Woo! Um, I guess that's good. Yay! She got money! Gears of justice grinding inexorably forward here. Next case. Seven patrons of Charlie Brown's, a Concord, California restaurant. Mm. The defendant? The restaurant. So, seven people who went to Charlie Brown's are suing the restaurant. Why? They took her out. The lawsuit. In 1992, the restaurant hired an actor to stage a mock robbery as part of a dinner show called The Suspect's Dinner Theater. Theater, the, theater. the actor, dressed as a masked gunman, burst into the restaurant shouting, Oh, you hit the floor! Dinner guests, thinking the robbery was real, cowered under their tables while a man shouted threats and fired several blank rounds from his forty-five caliber pistol. What? What? <laughs> Wait, what? Get out of the room! Bang, bang! Ah, can you imagine? This is... Who would do this? What restaurant? Well, Charlie Brown. That's did. ridiculous. Why? One patron, an investigator with the county 
district attorney's office, fought with the gunman until restaurant employees told him the robbery was part of a show. Why would you <laughs> Come do that? on! That's ridiculous! Why? I would declare that they win. That's my opinion. Uh, the seven people, the seven Bam people. Bam Bam agrees with me. Rooster saying that. You think he should win? I agree. Sponge? Yeah, he's okay. Best. Apparently, he's only talking with harmonica today. That's fine. Uh, okay, here's a quote from uh, one of the um, one of the uh, people that was there. When the hostess said it was all just an episode of mystery theater, I said, "Mystery theater? You're going to hear from my lawyer." <laughs> he and six others sued the restaurant, claiming assault and intentional infliction of emotional distress. So, did they win? The verdict. The restaurant offered to settle the case by paying $3,000 to each of the plaintiffs. Oh, man, that's a lot of money. Okay, so let's do some math facts here, right? 3,000 times 7 is? It's technically 3. Um, 900 plus 9,000. 3,000. 9,000 plus 9,000. Oh, boy, this is not. Well, okay, what's 7 times 3? Let's do it that way. 7 times 7, 14, 21. 21. $21,000. $21,000. $21,000. That's what the... Oh, and by the way, later, the, the restaurant went out of business. Oh, wow. Oh! <laughs> wow! Yeah, that's... that's so why would you fight? So wait, Charlie was an actual place? Charlie, uh, what did I say? Charlie Murphy's or Charlie Brown's? Charlie Brown's. Charlie Brown, the TV show? <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know. That's what they call the restaurant. Okay, next up. Uh, next case, the plaintiff. Andrea Pizzo, a 23-year-old former University of Maine student. The defendant, the University of Maine. So she's suing her school. What? Why? Wow. Oh, I, I, declare would, that I would not. I would not do that to my school. I declare I'm that a good there school. Should, I declare that there should be tablet. I wonder if. I wonder if the University of Maine has a law department. That'd be an interesting thing. You know, I'm gonna do some research right here, live on the show for you. You guys oh, carry the show. Go ahead. Okay. Talk amongst yourselves. Okay. Uh. So Smokey the Scrunch is only talking in. Harmonica, Bam Bam, what do you have to say? I would not... There is a school of law at Whoa. the University of Maine, I guess. Wow. I would not do that to my school because I have a pretty good school. Well, I would sue for um, not having tablets. But... Why would you do that? All we right. have computers there, Chromebooks, actually. So, musical interlude followed by some banter back. Good job, guys. Good job. Well, the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't the show. All right. So, uh, so I, I wonder. I want. No, let me see here. No. Okay. So let's talk about the lawsuit. Apparently, Pizzo was attending a class in livestock management one afternoon in 1991 when a cow attacked her. A cow. So I guess she didn't go to the law school. I mean, that'd be interesting if she actually went to the law school, graduated from it, and then actually came back and sued so university, but. How did the cow get in there? Uh, it butted her into a fence. Ooh. I lost my retainer. <laughs> what? <laughs> she sued, claiming the school 
Quote, should have known that the heifer had a personality problem. I I think the school should win. This is how she lost her retainer. She got, ah, ah, stuck, uh, uh, stuck on the gate. Um, so this, according to Uncle John's legendary lost bathroom reader, the verdict is currently unknown. At least was unknown when they published this. Um, and just doing some research on the fly here, da 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 da, da. Apparently there's an ongoing lawsuit right now. Wait. So oh, that's taking really? up most of the news. I don't know. So I don't know what the verdict was on this one. Did she win? Did she not? I don't even know how much she was suing for, but <clears throat> anyway. Actually, I would vote her because they didn't have good enough gates to, for a cow to so, get in. Yeah, I, I, would, I wouldn't let her have the money. I, I would let her have the money because... It, I mean, you would feel bad for her, so... Well, I mean, I, why I would her. they... Why? What? They, they didn't have good enough gates. So, yeah, you got a point there. But, um, I would, I would be mad. I'd feel sorry for her and give her the money because she got hit into a fence with a cow. All right, there you have it, folks. Kids Court. Brought to you by University of Maine Law School. All right, <clears throat> next up, the plaintiff, William and Tanya P. Hey, we know a friend that's called Tanya. Who booked a room at a Michigan Holiday Inn. Um, okay, I can't read this one. <laughs> That's a grown-up one. Next! Um, yeah, I can do this one. Here you go. Are we almost out of room? John M. is the plaintiff. A 50-year-old Philadelphia teacher. The defendant is his wife, Marion oh Kay. A 46-year-old receptionist. Wait, what? So, well, look, so John is taking his wife, Marianne, to court. Wait, um, he married her and took her to court? This is their to honeymoon. To get married? This is their honeymoon. It's <laughs> going to court. One day, oh, so here's the lawsuit. One day after her divorce from John became final. One day. like So the divorce became final, and then the next day... The very next day, Miss K turned in a lottery ticket that was about to expire and won $10.2 million. Whoa. For what? So she got divorced the day the divorce was final. Actually, the day after it was finalized. So she waited one day. She had this ticket for the lottery and cashed it for $10.2 million. Wow. Her lawyer claims that Lady Luck led her to find the ticket and turn it in two weeks before it expired. Wow. But Mr. M thinks she deliberately waited until after the divorce was finalized to turn it in. She sued to get, or he sued to get his share. So, oh, I don't know how you would prove that in court, by the way. That you could prove that she had the ticket while the divorce was still being finalized, and she deliberately waited until after it was done until she cashed it in. I don't know how you prove that. I don't get that one. Okay, I think we should end it here. Do you agree, or do you think we should move on? That's that's, that's the last lawsuit I have. That's. Oh, man. Okay. What are we going to read after this? Well, something? Probably something to discuss off-air, but... <laughs> I've got a whole book here. There's a whole, yeah. there's a whole bunch of random things. We decided to do the um, 
that the court one because um we um did one or two of those I think yeah we did it before looking at um some but then we decided oh this is a great thing to do a podcast on so we decided to do some law things yeah because we like that one yeah so anyway there you have it lawsuits 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 right yep lawsuits uh so what did we learn here uh here at uncle dad and son's corner store not what'd you say pizza Pizza. what about pizza uh we learned um that you can catch hold on scrunch has got something No, it was not real life okay, shot. So he he was part of a show. What? It was all an act. The thing what? is, never you if you ever own a shop, never do that. Never like um, never make a show where robbers popping in. So that's one. Well, I learned that don't go to court. Ridiculous. Yeah, don't go to court with something ridiculous. Think it through a little. Think it through. Wise words from Bam Bam. Rooster. And the Scrunch. Uh, Okay, Scrunch, you take us home with one of those original musical numbers.